0: You're tuned in to The Keitra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keitra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to
1: SOB. Hello, hello everyone. This is Keitra joining you again for yet another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business. Today, as you guys know, I have another wonderful guest that I'll be introducing here in just a second. He is a wonderful entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, and coach. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you Mr. Rashad Mills of Rashad Mills LLC. Mr. Rashad, how are you doing this evening?
0: I am doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm blessed and honored to be on the show. Super excited to be on the show,
1: actually. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. And it has been just a wonderful thing learning about you, what you do. Like I just mentioned to you earlier before the call, I, I definitely enjoy your enthusiasm and just getting people hyped just about life and, and really just kind of pushing the <laughs> envelope. Yeah, you know, when it comes to encouraging people. So I definitely had to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time. And I will let you go ahead and give us a brief introduction. Yeah, so tell us a bit about what you got going.
0: Well, right now, I am currently, uh, a few things, I'm a licensed mental health counselor, so I work with young men who have been detained uh, on adult charges, so I work with them between the age of 16 and 18, I provide mental health services to them. So mental health is very near and dear to me. In addition to that, as you mentioned, I am a motivational speaker. I just love to get out to talk to people in the community. I love to, one of the thrills that I get on a daily basis is to be able to talk to somebody and use my words to encourage that person, because oftentimes when I'm out, I just have this thing in my mind that the average person that you walk past they're going through something and you never know what that person is actually going through so I'm just excited that God has been able to use me and my verbal ability to communicate with people to help other people so I try to have that energy uh, the majority of the day and to be honest with you there are some days that I kind of struggle with getting my energy up but I know my ultimate mission here on earth is to help other people so, the moment that I leave out that house, my energy is going to raise up naturally because I feel like I'm on a contact, come in contact with somebody. My job is to help them whatever situation they may be experiencing. So, I am a motivational speaker. In addition to that, I have my own line of bow ties out. Now, I'll go ahead and plug my website really early on, which is slash shop. So, whoever needs a bow tie, by all means, RashadMills.com's slash Shop. And I'm veering off the original question a little bit, but I got to throw this one in there. Wearing a bow tie is an aggressive way of expressing your lack of concern with other people's think. So if you want to stand out with the original, put yourself on the bow tie, um, RashadMills.com's slash Shop. I don't know if I mentioned that already, but I'll give it to you again. So a motivational speaker, I am a author as well. July the eighteenth
1: okay. things are looking good that I'm gonna release my first project. is called Happy Hour and that transition into something else I do for social media, Facebook, Instagram, and
0: YouTube. I do a weekly motivational piece called Happy Hour, which is every Friday at five AM Eastern Standard Time. So if you listen, go ahead and get out a pen right now, pencil, maybe your smartphone device smartphone device. Rashad Bowtie Mills. Mills, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can get your source of motivation every Friday, which is called Happy
1: Hour. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And Happy Hour, matter of fact, you, you just wrapped it up this week's episode on, uh which today is uh Cinco de Mayo. But I know that you have your, it's a special twist to your Happy Hour. And we'll definitely get into that here in just a second. But you mentioned something that, that kind of caught me there. And I want to go back to it really quickly. You said that when you pass, you know, on your daily trek, I. Guess, you kind of one out of so many people are going through something and uh, you kind of developed a knack for really trying to offer that encouragement and, and seeing things for what they are. But as far as your involvement with personal development in that particular industry, like I know it's important to you to encourage people. But how did you finally come to know, OK, this is what I'm good at. This is what I enjoy doing. You know what? That's
0: a great question. And Part of the reason that I really, really delve into the personal development field is because the experiences that I had to go through. About four, actually three years ago, this summer would actually make three years ago that I went through a devastating breakup, literally a devastating breakup, and a lot of things just put me in a bad, dark place. I literally spent two days in a psychiatric, and keep in mind, I'm a licensed mental health therapist, but I spent two days in a psychiatric ward of a hospital, and I woke up literally with the hospital gown on and the socks, and I can laugh about it now, and I was looking I said, oh my I am in this place because I let my emotions get the best of me. I wasn't mentally strong enough to handle situations. And from that point on, I was already in the mental health field, but from that point on, it gave me a brand new perspective about mental health and just some of the things that people are really going through. And again, when you walk past these people on a daily basis, you wouldn't have an idea. So that changed my perspective. And because of that situation, I can now say to myself, whatever I go through in my life, I know that I'm strong enough. To handle that situation so I can relay that same information to other people and encourage them through whatever difficulties they may be presented with because I always can go back to my personal experiences and the, the lessons that I learned from there and the greatest lesson that I learned in there is nothing is bad as you think. In addition, right along, if that's one that 1A would be belief. Belief in your current situation
1: is going to change. Your yeah. situation's literally changed I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. The situation
0: literally changes like the weather. Today, last week it was 85 degrees. Today it was maybe 65 degrees and it was raining. So it's just a matter of days, seconds, sometimes months. Sometimes it'll take years, but your situation will change. Whatever you're going through, it's a guarantee. But it does start with your mental, how you view situation. And I wasn't able and mature enough mentally to do that situation in the right way. Because of that, I'm actually so glad that I went through that. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Traumatic as it was at that time, I'm glad I went through that because now God actually uses me to help other people.
1: Exactly, yeah, and it sounds like that was a, a launch pad for you to be able to do what you're doing now, helping young men to find their way.
0: Absolutely. One of the greatest things in my life to
1: occur. Perfect, perfect, yeah. So, I know you, like I said, when I listen to you, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm excited. So when you're talking to the different groups and just even people individually, what do you enjoy most about that process?
0: You know what? It's actually hearing their stories. I'm a people person by nature. I've always loved to communicate with people. And I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing people's stories. And in a strange sort of way. I love hearing people's stories from the perspective of they come to me, whatever the situation is, if it's one of the young men that I work with, I'm out speaking in front of a large audience. I love for people, I love to hear situations, somebody that a point in their life that they don't think they can make it. They don't think they can get from point A to point B, or they're facing the most difficult time throughout their life, or they're facing um, something that they, in their mind, I can never overcome this, I can never get past it. I love to hear those stories. And I know that sounds kind of strange. I don't love for people to go through hardship. But I know, again, from my personal situation and people that I've talked to during various speaking engagements, I know that those situations define you. I love to hear people going through that. And I love to see the reaction when I tell somebody, you know what, I know about your situation. Even if I haven't been in the exact same situation, I give them encouragement and kind to see the glow in their eyes and to give them just a little bit of hope. Because from the mental health perspective, to me, it ties in with the motivational speaking. Right. I mean, they're almost like a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. They they they, pat, they match up and
1: pair so well, simply because it's a mental thing.
0: And a lot of people, when I'm out speaking motivationally to them, a lot of people need that. A lot of people are on their last mental leg, if you will. And they are looking forward to that injection of hope, that injection of inspiration. They're looking forward to Rashad's voice saying, yeah, I believe in you. Yeah. Another opportunity is going to surface tomorrow. How well do you want it? How much do you want it? Letting them know that you have to be tough mentally and physically. Letting them know that there's a certain integrity that you have to have inside of you. you got to be honest with yourself. Are you doing everything that you can to get to the next level? And then letting them know it's energy and effort. So inadvertently, what I just did, I just told you what bow tie. I love wearing bow ties. It's a part of my brand, but it's also an acronym. B is for belief. you got to believe in yourself no matter what the situation no matter what you're going through no matter how dark it actually looks that Mm -hmm. sun is going to come the sun is going to come trust me and then the o is opportunity i believe every day as human beings we have an opportunity to somewhat change our circumstances because every day presents another chance for you to get closer towards your goals and your dreams and your aspirations the opportunity is that god gave you the amazing gift by opening up your two eyes that's an opportunity in itself the w is the will to win Really gotta want it because life is hard. And I always like to say it's a will issue. It's not. It's a will issue. It's not a skill issue because I do a lot of long distance running, and I'm not the most gifted athlete ever. But I want it. It's a will issue. So the key is toughness. That personal situation that I went through, it required me to be mentally tough. At the time, I, I wasn't when I was in that institution, but my mental toughness grew and then your physical toughness has to grow as well because there are some days that your mind
1: beats you up so bad that physically you don't want to get out of the bed. Physically,
0: you don't want to attack that situation. Physically, you don't want to go to a job that you hate. You have to have that mental and physical toughness. The eyes, integrity, and I absolutely love this one because, again, Mm -hmm. from a personal experience, I knew that I wasn't honest with myself. I wanted these things. I wanted to be a great speaker, but I wasn't doing the things that I wanted and needed to do. I yeah. had to be honest with myself. I wasn't putting forth the effort. My Saturdays were spent with drinking with my friends and partying. That wasn't going to get me to the stages. That wasn't going to get me to the point where I could inspire other people, where I could write books, where I could produce weekly happy hours. And then the E is just energy and effort. And that's everything for me. That's, that's everything. It's energy and effort. So I didn't mean, again, I didn't mean to get off on the wrong exit, but I
1: just felt it. No, nah, no, I ain't. Nah, <laughs> You know what, and, and not to cut in, but I, I actually took a, a pen and I, <laughs> I I wanted to jot that down. And I'm just going to re-mention. That's not even, that's all the way wrong. But I'm just going to uh, mention this again, just for those who maybe caught it at the last minute or, or they did not write it down. But we have B for belief, O for opportunity. You said W for will to live, T for toughness, mental and physical, which is can't do one without the other. I have I for integrity. And then E for energy and effort. And that is excellent. Like, that's the recipe. That's definitely the recipe. So, and you um, know what?
0: You have six components right. that I personally live by. And okay. when you tie them together, there's your bow tie. There's your... six steps to
1: a bow Oh, tie. I love that. You yeah.
0: And when you tie them together, you got a bow tie.
1: <laughs> you got a bow tie. You know what? That's, hey, you just kind of led us into this other thing that you briefly discussed it earlier. Um, happy hour. So now you have the six components. Go ahead and let us know how do these components, the bow tie, tell us how that ties in. Tell us more rather about happy hour and how that came to be. Well, happy hour is very interesting and I'm a very open and candid person. I believe I have
0: to be in order for other people to connect with me and understand where I'm coming from because I don't like to encourage people and people would say, well, how can you tell me if you've never been through your struggle?" So I struggle with alcoholism. So what happens is one of my mentors, about, again, three years ago, I kind of got removed from the situation. My mentor said, Richard, you have an ability to talk, and I was a former sports broadcaster. He said, you should start using your gift again. And at that time, I didn't have that beat. I didn't have that belief. And I said, well, I don't know. And yeah. I just started making random videos on YouTube, didn't have an idea. And ideas would pop up in my mind. I was out in Las Vegas, and I did a video. Somebody sent me a message uh, on Facebook you
1: say you're not a motivational speaker, but I felt motivated. This was an 85-year-old lady. Oh, wow. And it started to
0: click. I said, well, maybe I should jump into this motivational speaking. I love talking, and I've got a story. I really have a story that I want to share with people and empower them. And one day I woke up, and my mentor said, well, whatever you do, you have to be consistent. And I said, mm-hmm. okay. So I said, I'm due every Friday. I said, you know what? I like to get up early. And at one point I would record them. I pre-record them now because my schedule dictates that, but I would record them i rich and I would get up from about 4.30 in the morning, take a good shower, dress up and sit on the floor in my room and just whatever ideas I had
1: and I would just kind of go for it. But it was motivational. Yeah. And before I recorded the first one,
0: it popped in my mind. I thought, man, this is happy hour. I'm alive. I'm well. This is a happy hour. And about midway through, because we're actually approaching the 50th happy hour next week. And in three weeks, actually going to go live from a restaurant for the anniversary but I'm about midway through, I said to myself, it dawned on me. I said, wow, as an alcoholic, now I took my, the negative in my life, and I put a twist on it. I didn't put a twist on it. God put a twist on it, a curveball. Yeah. And now it's called happy hour, and it dawned on me. This happy hour, I'm not at a place at 5 p.m. drinking, spending money that I didn't have, trying to impress people that didn't like me, taking chances, driving home drunk, injuring myself or somebody else. No, at 5 o'clock now... I'm actually giving motivational messages to people. It's 5 a.m. as opposed to 5 p.m., but it's still happy hour. It's the happy hour that God created for me, the real happy hour. And now it's just taken off. It's it's a pretty good following, and I'm just going along for the ride. And it's so amazing how things work out. And, again, whoever's listening right now, I just want to encourage you, again, I don't care what you are going through currently right now. It could be something like it, it could be cancer that you're going through. It could be you got addicted. It could be you just lost your job. It could be that you're going through an awful divorce, an awful breakup. I'm telling you, if you would just stick to your guns, uh, believe in something bigger and greater than yourself. For me, it's God, and understand that if you play your cards right, this that you're going through right now, this lesson will just translate to your blessing. I just love it. I just had a saying the other day. I just popped up in my mind, you gotta survive before you arrive. There's certain situations in your life that you have to survive before you can arrive at that new point. And it's just the process. You gotta go through it. It's literally it's like walking through a tunnel. Literally Mm. it's like walking through a tunnel. You enter that tunnel and your destination is to get to the other side where you can see light. And as you begin to get to the middle of the tunnel, you don't want to go back because that's not a part of your destination. And as you continue to go forward the tunnel, most tunnels, if it has water in it, it could be deep water. I think about a tunnel as a kid. I used to walk through in the middle of the tunnel. It was deep, dark, stinky water. But I knew that I wanted to get to the other side because that's where the light was. That's where it's sort of my. Heart. Exactly. So a lot of
1: people are yeah. going through things. You're the middle.
0: You're in the middle of the tunnel. You just got to keep walking, and eventually, you're going to see the light. So I said all that today, and again, I'm I'm hyping myself right now. But I said all that today. <laughs> happy, I was just something. I guess you can probably, one of those negatives in my life, again, I'm glad I went through those days of
1: being that gentleman that suffered from depression, low self-esteem, and I tried to create this facade by drinking away my problems. I'm so glad I had those days because those days define me
0: who I am now, and I could tell somebody else that's going through maybe a drug addiction. I could speak to a crowd of people who are battling some kind of addiction and you're going to get through it. I know because I did it, and I'm certainly not better than you, I just went through the process. Now you have to go through
1: the process. Exactly. Everybody has a different perspective on whatever the situation is that they're facing. And I know, like, I I pretty much have an idea of what the answer will be to this next question, but I'm going to ask, I'm going to go ahead and ask it. You've kind of let that hit home several times earlier, but what do you hope people will gain when they join you for happy hour on Friday evenings as opposed to going out having that Shot of vodka or whatever. What is your goal for those people who are actually taking time out of their day to join you for a happy hour? I hope those people will be able to receive the messages because I often take a message and I,
0: it's an inspirational message, but sometimes it has a spin on it. So I hope the people, number one, can receive the message. And then once they receive that message, I hope it impacts them, positively impacts them or somebody around them. I hope yeah. that they can get in a car and go to work and say, I just watched this message and I I just want to tell you about it. Well, I hope the message resonates enough with them where maybe a week later they can repeat the message. I just hope that it changes somebody. And I can't expect to get everybody that watches it. My ultimate goal, and this is my ultimate goal, is to get at least one person. At least one person. And I know I'm doing that way more than one, but that's my ultimate goal. It's for one person to say, man, I felt that. Or I needed that. It is interesting about happy hour and my goal. One of my goals is to obviously get most people watching it and not just watching but feeling the message. I decided to send it out a little bit later one time. Just to see kinda of play around with the social media numbers and I guess they what they call the matrix in the numbers and when is the best time to send it to get the maximum amount of people, right? And uh-huh. I'm not a techie guy, but you know, I, <laughs> I
1: up online, send it out at
0: nine o'clock. But I send it out at nine o'clock and before I actually send it somebody that I used to know when I was a sports broadcaster in Idaho He inboxed me and said, he's in Idaho. He's three hours ahead of me. He inboxed me and said, dude, where's Happy Hour? I need that. When I'm going to work, if I'm getting dressed every Friday morning, I go to my phone, go to Facebook, and I look forward to watching it. Where is it at? And I said, oh, I'm sending it out a little bit later today. He said,
1: okay, I was just checking. Oh, wow. He said, I needed that. And that was a moment for me that was like somebody, people are watching around the
0: world. I mean, I have people in Puerto Rico. Literally, I just released a Happy Hour mixtape earlier this year, and one of the interludes was a young lady that safely watched my Happy Hours, and she's in Puerto Rico. So the message is spread, so I just hope people feel the message, and I hope just, it can positively impact them. And then I know it is, um, and my goal is to keep pushing the messages and reach bigger and broader audiences with the message so that people can walk away and say, I, I felt that or think about a situation differently. So for example... The happy hour episode this week was just the 49th episode was called The Karate Kid. And I know that's an interesting title. People might say, what what is that about? But if you remember the movie Karate Kid, it was Mr. Miyagi sort of this mentor. And then he he had a young man, which Mr. Miyagi called Danielson. And the takeaway message from that is we all need mentors in life. You are okay by yourself, but imagine how good you can be in your respective field when you have a mentor. And that's what the Karate Kid was about, a certain lessons that I learned from that movie, but it was about having a mentor. He taught Daniel how to fight the bullies in a different way, in an unorthodox style. Isn't that what happens in our lives? My mentor has literally taught me how to see financial, relationship problems, even mental problems, mental health issues from a whole different perspective. My life started to change a few years ago when a mentor of mine re-entered my life, changed things around. So it, it, those little things like that that's what you can expect to get from Happy Hour. I'll take an idea. that comes from a completely different perspective. Last week, it was United Airlines.
1: You know, keep has been sending the news because the man, a gentleman, he was drug off the plane, right? So yeah. here's the motivational spin that I put on it.
0: I took the spin that he was drug off a plane because it wasn't enough room. I want people to know that when you have a gift given to you by God, you don't ever get taken off a plane. That plane was simply a vehicle for him to get to his desired destination. When you have a gift from God and you're on the way to your destination, nobody can remove you off the plane because your gift is always going to make room for you. And if you have some baggage issues, that's fine. God specializes in people with baggage. And guess what? Certain planes get to a maximum level of elevation and then they taper off. When God is in control of your plane, if it relates to your gift, it's no telling how high you can go. You always, going land you always want land safety because he's the pilot. You'll never have a weather delay because he controls the weather. Will you ever be late? No, because guess what? It's time and it's perfect. So I put the spin on United Airlines, just really focused on letting people know that your
1: gift is going to make room for you. You'll never get taken off the plane as it relates to your gift. Absolutely. Yeah, and that you are absolutely right. And I, I definitely believe that. And um I gotta ask you this one. I know you do a lot of uh, motivational speaking and, and you do inspire those people who are listening and receiving the message. But why do you think that we have to be encouraged on a daily basis? Like why, why do you feel like so there's so many people that turn to YouTube or podcasts or they turn to a mentor to kind of kick them in the butt before they get their day started? Why do you think that is that it has to like it's a daily thing? Like they have to have that.
0: It's a great question, and here's the the best answer that I can produce for you is simply because, going back, I said this in the beginning, so many people are going through so many different things. So it's almost like a daily vitamin. For some people, it turns into a daily vitamin. I need that. I need that boost. I need that spark. It's the equivalent. Of people that work out, I need a certain kind of music to get me going. It's a daily spark Without music, I can't go to the gym or I can't go running. I can't lift weight. So for some people that they need that motivation, it's yeah. a daily spark It becomes like a daily vitamin. Now, ultimately, I will say this. As a motivational speaker as well as a mental health clinician, I want to get people to the point that they don't need to listen to me every day. Yeah. I want them to get to the point they can function at a high level that maybe they need to listen to Rashad here and there, but not every day. Because the ultimate goal of somebody that's going to motivate you, I want to get you to the point that you're motivated, and then you take off and you flourish, you begin to flourish on your own. So it's like a vitamin for some people. And I just go back to my experiences and the countless people I've talked to, when you're in those moments of your life, sometimes it's so rough. Whatever you're going through, you need it every day. It's the equivalent of a vitamin.
1: Exactly. That actually makes perfect sense. You have to have something to kind of sustain and and keep you going for sure, especially when you live in in the world we're in today, so... It takes that reinforcement, which brings me to this question. I know that you have been at this for a while, but when you first decided to venture out on your entrepreneurial journey, what specific challenges did you face? Because I know you kind of transitioned from the medical health, the health issue that you had mentally. And then, you know, from there, you kind of found out, okay, this is what I want to do. But when you finally decided that you're going to move forward with the motivational speaking, the coaching, and even getting into your book, what are some of the initial challenges that you faced? Yes, you know what? I wasn't
0: prepared for the down moments. When I say the down moments, going into the world of being an entrepreneur, there's certainly times that you don't know how rough it's going to be. Like I got read books, and I've talked to other entrepreneurs. There, there were times that I didn't understand how rough it would be trying to start a business. Didn't understand the capital that it needed. Didn't have all the information, and so it hit some some really rough times. And I wasn't really prepared for those simply because. I didn't know what it would take. And I, you know, talked to my mentors and things of that nature, and they kind of advised me. But until you're going through those periods where your bow ties are not selling or you don't have any speaking engagements and you're at that last piece of money, and, you know, the daycare is due, and then the mortgage is due, and the car note is due, and, you know, you're praying to God, it's the moment that you're saying to yourself, wow, I didn't know it was going to be this tough. <laughs> you know, so it's a moment where, even with that being said, it's a moment that you have to be tougher than what you ever thought you would be, simply because until these businesses begin to flourish, it takes a lot out of you. In addition to not being prepared, I think the other challenge is the sacrifice that you have to make. There's some sacrifice where I can't really go out to eat, I can't travel, I can't do the things that I really want, because I'm investing so much, especially from a financial point of view, and time-wise, back into my business, because I know it would get greater later, but right now, i got to put everything in. So, just being prepared for those down times, and then the sacrifices that it takes because
1: it's, it's quite a sacrifice. Definitely, yeah. I certainly can attest to that. And so when you started, like, did you have any resources that you could think of that would be helpful to other people that are looking to maybe follow in your footsteps or maybe they're trying to venture into some other pursuit? What are some of the resources that you use to help cultivate your vision?
0: To be honest with you, um, and this goes back to not to make a connection to Happy Hour today, but this goes back to having sort of like that Mr. Miyagi and you being the karate kid. Right. You have okay. that mentor trying to help you and guide you. When I originally started selling both ties, my mentor, to be honest with you, he put up money for the first supply of them. Kind of guided me to some resources to where to buy them from at a wholesale price. Ideas to sell them from. I think that networking, networking is huge. It's just like going to events and talking to other entrepreneurs, seeing what's going to be required of you. And people are willing to share information, but you got to network as much as possible to get that information. And another resource for me, this is kind of getting off the exit just a little, but for me, the resource is to be connected spiritually. Because again, when you start, that's going to be some moments that you are doing everything you can and things are not happening. But what's going to, what are you going to rely on? What are you going to rely on those moments where you're giving 155% and nothing's happening? Uh, if you know a lot of real estate investments and nobody's buying houses from you, it's a slow market, but you're giving everything. What are you going to rely on for me? It's, it's my faith and my spirituality that I know I
1: can rely on. So that's that's another major resource for me. Spirituality. Not yeah. A resource. The res- Another resource. It's not even the resource. That's the source that I rely on. Perfect. Yeah, and I know that you used your, your spirituality and a lot of different analogies and your messages. Do you feel like this approach has like help you to further connect with your audience?
0: Oh, without question. One of the things that I, I promised myself that I would never shy away from, and when I'm on the stage, I, I start up every speech, saying, I say, I, God be the glue, and without, without him, it wouldn't be possible. I would be standing in front of you to speak. And, you know, I'll tell people, sorry to offend you, but that's a must that I say that because without God, I could have died in the accident. Um, well, I was driving drunk without God. um, And I've shared this with people. I was shot when I was 19 years old because I was selling drugs. I was shot at close Rain. Why Why didn't God allow me to die that day? Because God had a purpose for me. So I'm going to give God all the credit. I'm the biggest fear leader for God in the world. I'm the biggest male fear leader that you can find <laughs> for God. And I honestly believe that if I say that and somebody's disappointed or it doesn't feel enough, that's fine. My message was just for you anyway. Right. So if you get offended by it I'm afraid, that not a problem. And not being disrespectful. I'm certainly respectful to other religions, but for me personally, I I say that in front of every speech and people that know me know it's a big
1: part of me. Exactly, yeah. And it's a part of your brand. And as you continue I to this. Yeah, I like try to build your brand so people just like with the bow hey, okay, you know, this Rashad Mills, of course. So it it definitely works. And it's and as you continue to build your brand, like do you I guess what I'm trying to say is what do you hope to achieve? At the end of the day, obviously, you want to inspire people. You want to give back. You're using your gifts. But what what other things, like anything else that you are looking to achieve by? Sure.
0: Right now, I'm actually in the process. A friend of mine, we are completing our own mental health business, if you will. It's called PRT, which is Psychiatric Rehabilitation Program, where we're going to service individuals and families in the community from a mental health perspective. So that would be our own business. That's one of the things that I'm really passionate about. Again, it's the mental health feed. Ultimately, as I continue to grow in this business, certainly I have goals for myself as a speaker, but more importantly, I have goals to be able to do free mental health sessions to people in certain parts, not just in Baltimore, but of the world, to give them free mental health pro bono work. A lot of people are suffering, and they don't have access to mental health services because of insurance or money, whatever the case may be. I certainly want to do that. Certainly
1: want to open a, a business for gentlemen returning from being incarcerated as they come back
0: into the community to help them out. So I just have a, a, a lot of things that I want to do and all of it really goes back to giving back to people and helping people. Certainly I have goals to be one of the top 10 speakers in the world and yeah. simply that will allow me to use my platform even more to help people. So whatever success I obtain, it's really not even going to be for me. It's going to be for, for God to Use what he's given me to help other people. So I open a few other businesses. Um, I have a gold charter school, which is down the line. Eventually, I'm saying my PhD as well. So it's just a bunch of goals. I'm going to just push it to the limit until
1: I can't push it anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you definitely have to move forward because standing still or going back, don't get you anywhere. And you actually already pretty much mentioned that the mental health, just kind of giving back to the people that need it and really serving that community. So that took care of that. But this is another interesting thing because I noticed you're doing, I know you you have your website and you're hosting Happy Hour and uh, you have a following on social media on your your Facebook page that you connect with and you do a lot of your videos there. How do you feel social media has helped you achieve your goals? Like as far as Brand exposure, getting your messages out there. Tell us how that has kind of impacted what you're doing.
0: Wow, it's huge. It's huge simply because what's the fastest way to get a message to somebody in China? Social media. Uh, The fastest way to get a message to California? Social media. These people don't have to be in my house when I record it or in my studio or at a restaurant if I'm recording Happy Hour. No, social media is that form where you can simply have a message and it could be blasted to the world. and oftentimes people think about social media in a negative context but just imagine what you can do when you're spreading a message of positivity again happy hours to reach people in Idaho and in Puerto Rico I literally had somebody that inboxed me the other day wow was this in oh now it wasn't China I'm trying to think it was somewhere close to China and inboxed me and said are you a preacher I said no they said I really feel your messages so what other form of fashion is best to, do, to spread your message and literally doing this for free is social media so social media has been everything without facebook i don't know how i could have re- as many people in short of a time period with happy hour with facebook and instagram and youtube and things of that nature um and just from an entrepreneurial perspective i gain a lot of ideas by watching how other entrepreneurs kind of move and think and, and connecting with them through social media, inboxing them. Hey man, I got a question uh, about a bow tie. Idea. I got a question about a partnering up or maybe a speaking engagement. So social media is something that I've learned from, but certainly my goal is to have a lot of people impacted by it too, but I've certainly been impacted myself because I've learned a lot. And even though I'm a motivational speaker, I watch motivational speakers. I'm actually to do. I'm able to do a lot of self development through social media. I'm reading articles, watching videos, listening to things. So social media is awesome if it's used correctly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I always like to get uh, different guests. I like to get everybody's perspective on how to use those tools because, of course, they work for different people in different ways. So I truly appreciate that. So before we get out of here, though, I want to ask you to, uh, or to see, rather, if you have any words of advice or tips that you'd like to leave us with as far as oh, okay. moving forward with our goals and, and just really just kind of getting started and, and finding our way, especially for those that are looking or aspiring entrepreneurs. Absolutely. The
0: biggest thing I would have to anybody that they are trying to achieve a goal have a goal in mind, or they want to be an entrepreneur, or you just want your life to get to a next level because you're tired of living at the way that you are now. The biggest thing that I can encourage you to do, and one of the biggest things that I can actually encourage you to do, is find your gift. Find your gift, find your gift, find your gift. Find something that you would give away for free. What are you good at that you would do for free? What is the gift that God has given you? When I ask people that question, oftentimes they, they say, I don't know what he's given me. Then I go back to the question. What would you do for free? Find your gift. And once you find your gift, you're literally, and I know it's it's so much of a cliche, but you're literally not working. And your gift, once you have that gift, it really does make room for you and then open doors for you. But so many people are chasing money as entrepreneurs, and I understand that, but you you can't chase the money. You got to chase a vision. You got to chase a bigger dream, and you can only do that once you find your gift. So it's a quote, and hopefully I can remember, He says you can get fired from a job, but you can't get fired from your gift. So, find your gift, and you'll never have to worry about work. Find your gift.
1: Excellent. Perfect. All right. So, Bo tie, you got to let us know any upcoming. You got to get down here to Houston. I definitely got to catch one of your speeches. I know you have some good stuff coming up, but let us know if you have anything immediately. I guess probably within the next coming months, anything in the summer. And then also, let me ask you to leave your... Website address again, just for those who us that might not have caught it, along with your social media handles, too.
0: Absolutely. Right now, at the end of the month, I have a speaking engagement in Washington, D.C., to some entrepreneurs, and the theme for it is Still Out Rise. That is going to be on
1: May the 26th, I believe. I would have to check my calendar. So that will be in Washington, D.C. Okay. And I'm
0: super excited about that opportunity. Again, I'm working on the Happy Hour book, which will be out July the 18th. Um, to God be the glory. That will be my. That is the actual, my two-year anniversary of being completely sober, so I'm going to release some short stories from Happy Hour, just transform them into a book that's coming out July the 18th. I should be finishing up my autobiography by September the 1st, which is called From Bullets to Bowties. Oh, wow. That's in the making, and my social media information. Yes, yes, yes. Let me give that out. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. It's going to be Rashad, R-A-S-H-A-D, Bowtie. B O W T I E Mills M I L L S, and that works for Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Again, Rashad R A S H A D Bowtie B O W T I E Mills M I L L S. Every Friday morning, five a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to give you happy hour. I won't want to give you this week's episode, but you can go back and watch one that was sent today. Episode forty-nine, the Karate Kid, just talking about. The ideas and things that you can benefit from for having a mentor in your life, guys, if you need a motivational speaker or if you're interested in purchasing a bow tie, go to my website, RashadMills.com. RashadMills.com. If you need a motivational speaker, I always say, I just won't show up. I'm going to show out. I'm going to give you 150%. And Trust me, somebody's going to leave there better than which they came because I'm going to give you everything I have.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. Perfect. Rashad, I truly appreciate it. We look forward to having you back to talk about the book and everything else that you have coming up. So definitely, uh, thank you for joining on the call. I just want to say
0: thank you so much for having me. If anybody needs to contact, you have my information, or if you just need to talk about mental health, whatever the case may be, I'm always here. I'm willing to help people. I love to help people. I love the network. So please get in contact with me. Thank you, Keisha, for this amazing opportunity to be on this podcast. I'm so grateful and thankful. Um, and I just hope everybody continues to, to live out your dreams, get closer every day to more the dreams that you have for yourself.
1: Thank you, thank you. Catch you next time, Rashad.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Ketra's website updates, just log on to keitra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.